Welcome to episode number 25 of The Lobby, where we talk and make you feel like you are in the lobby of River City Church. So my name is Aaron. And I'm Becky. And this is the closing time episode. Oh, it is. Boo-hoo. Because this is episode 25, and this is the final episode of The Lobby with Aaron and Becky. I know, I know, lots of fans weeping and gnashing teeth and or maybe rejoicing who knows <laughs> but yeah so this is the final episode of the lobby so right any thoughts on that i really like doing the lobby yeah so why'd you what did you like about it i think it's fun to talk <laughs> uninterrupted yeah um, becky unplugged <laughs> finally i'm not muted whatever <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's fun to chit chat. I think it's fun, like, you know, talking about some random stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like an interesting, different thing to do. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But it's, I also think that it's a good time to stop because the purpose has run its course. And so, yeah, just keeping it going, like, Wow, what kind of random stuff uh, is <laughs> wow. Aaron going to think of for them to talk about? Wow, you guys are talking about Ewoks more. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, but so, yeah, I think it was maybe, uh, I don't know, I, I think I get a little, I don't know, nervous. I don't, maybe, well, maybe nervous is the right word, but I get a little nervous sometimes, like being recorded and everything yeah. and just, uh, so. Yeah, and just, I don't like listening to my voice. And I don't think anybody really likes listening no, to their voice. true. But, yeah, so I think it was maybe a little more stressful for me. I, I really enjoyed how you liked it so much. It's like, <laughs> oh, let's... I like it enough mm. for both of us. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so you can have... Can I the... add? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can add anything mm-hmm. you want. I feel like, as I just said it, I feel that we've gotten better at not saying like all the time. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I feel that that's a level of personal growth. <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry, go ahead. What yeah, that's say? true. Like, 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 like. Yeah. All right. Um, but you had the good idea of um, looking kind of backwards mm-hmm. and just like how we've been doing and the pandemic and things like that and looking forward and right. things like that. So, um, Can I just say that... <laughs> You guys, I don't know what people think, like how we come up with content. I feel like content could be in air quotes, but most of the time you come up with the ideas of what to talk about. Yeah. I don't know that people might realize (laughs) that you're like the creative genius and then I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. That's overstating our division of labor here. (laughs) But... There's some truth to that. Yeah, you know, like, I I don't know. I feel, yeah, because you do come up with the ideas and I just say a bunch of random stuff. Because I do like being creative and I Uh do like creating things and, Mm -hmm. you know, and starting things. Right. You know. Yeah. I suppose that maybe that lends itself to planting a church, hopefully, in some ways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, so what was my great idea? Well, no, no, your your one idea that you've had for this podcast, no, I was kidding, uh, was just kind of like looking back at the pandemic and things like that and looking forward. Were you talking yeah. about more in a personal kind of way or just like, let's, or what I think were, I was thinking personally okay. more. I mean, who knows what I'll say, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, with, yeah. So looking so do you want to forward. divide it up like looking back and then looking forward? Yeah, and, okay. that'd be great. All right. You want Look, me to start looking caveman. back? Looking back. Check. Becky, go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for me, I think looking back, I think one of our primary concerns was like helping the girls to just feel comfortable and safe, you know, yeah. I think as any parent would be. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's been... I think it's been easy to, like, keep them safe and keep them feeling safe and um, and stuff. But I think the thing, looking back, that's been hard is, like, all the things that they haven't been able to do. And we aren't the parents who are, like, Monday night, this activity, Tuesday night, this activity, Wednesday night, this activity. Yeah, because we aren't activity-driven. Like, we aren't, like, let's create your best life now. We need to pack in every single right. significant memory before you're 18, like, that 
Right. Kind of and person. but you know them not being able to go to camp. Yeah. You that know, was, yeah. um, not being hard. able to like go to the pool because that's kind of a Maro summer staple, and mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. And um, so that's just been hard, and it's been hard. I think because all kids. Not just Morrow girls, but I think all kids really like a concrete answer. I mean, I like a concrete answer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, having to say, you know, as school was canceled for a little bit, you know, like, well, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to be. I hope you guys get to go back. And then, mm-hmm. you know, just having there be a lot of uncertainty about things that are usually pretty certain. I think that that's but that's been challenging. And I think the girls have done awesome. You know, um, they wear their masks out and about like little troopers when we go places and, you know, do the hand sanitizer and the whole nine yards. And mm. um, but, yeah, they've I think that's like looking back has been kind of a challenge. And um, yeah, so that's pretty that's pretty interesting. I think I look at things um, through like mom glasses. You know, you feel like if your kids are doing OK, you're doing OK. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of thing. I also have been working the whole time, um, and I've always felt like really safe at work. Because um, I was talking to Liz about, you know, what is and just it? for context, you work at Charlotte's. I'm a baker, and so I'm literally in the basement by myself baking. You yeah, know? right. Like sometimes I'll like come up and talk to someone for a minute and <laughs> whatever. Just, but that's just the nature of where mm-hmm. I work, and so. Um, Liz was saying like what it is to have like a contact with somebody and I don't have contact with anyone at work even though like I walk by people or I'll chat for a minute Mm -hmm. you know I'm not in anybody's germ cloud long enough to it's like what's clinically defined as a contact according to public health officials because Liz worked in the health public health yes realm during those the heat of those months yes and so I feel like I've always felt safe. I do think, like, it's so interesting, especially at the beginning of all of this, when, you know, you would go to the store and, you yeah. know, shelves would be empty. And I don't think it was even that bad in Dubuque as it was in other, like, cities that are bigger or mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, I remember going to hy V one night before they were closing at 8 and stuff and just being like, better buy some crushed tomatoes yeah <laughs> you know because and so i don't know it's kind of funny because there was stuff that i bought because i was like well i know i can make you know spaghetti sauce with this or whatever and then um like i think that literally all of those are still in the pantry <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah because okay. i think I, I got that knowing like i know i can do something with this um but then my regular stuff kind of started coming back anyway mm-hmm. so yeah, that was good. And the, I mean, the toilet paper thing is ridiculous. Sidewalk chalk, like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah. And I think looking back, the thing that I think we, well, myself, like, that I misunderstood the most, like, even though nobody said this, I've read a lot of Little House on the Prairie in my day. Yeah. And I think I thought that COVID-19 was going to be like the locusts that came through on the banks of Plum Creek when like all, you know, this huge swarm of locusts came through and just just literally destroyed every growing thing. And then Mm -hmm. it just moved on. So (laughs) I think I thought that uh, COVID was going to be like the locust swarm and it was like okay hunker down yep and then oh now we're, we're back to normal you know because i remember mm-hmm. you know we couldn't have church for easter and telling the girls like hey well we're not gonna um buy easter dresses because you're just gonna be sitting in your easter dress at home but um we'll get a new outfit for you instead for like the first time back to church or whatever and i think it, when i said that in my mind i thought It'll be like three weeks and everything will just go right back to the way it was before. And that's just not the reality of um, right. life. Yep. So, you know, I don't know. And I think like, too, one of the things I'm sure I've said on this before and I know I've said it other times was just like missing people, missing having people in our home and... Um, yeah, that kind of thing um, has been hard. And it's been so good to be able to, like, talk on Zoom and stuff. But I think that 
it gets the job done, but it also highlights the importance of people being together and how that's like God's design and how he made people. And even listening to like, you know, other podcasts that are not Christian podcasts and people just talking about like, man, people just weren't made to be by themselves like this. And what they they don't know, so they aren't saying, is that people are created. Like, they are image bearers of God, and God is in the Trinity, is community, you know, is, there's, like, a togetherness with that. And so the fact that um, not being able to be with people has kind of highlighted that. Um, I think that's been good. You know, I also think, like, as a parent, there's a lot of, all the time, but I think this has highlighted it, too, like, there's a lot of opportunities to like die to yourself and your own desires and like doing that empowered by Christ. It's like, Oh, sometimes I just want to like not do anything because there's nothing to do, but I choose to like, you know, play games or, you know, joyfully do those things with like my people. And like, that's a good thing too, that comes out of that. And just like an opportunity to like, in whatever little silly ways those are to like die to your own self and die to like your own desires and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. What about you? Um, well, I told you before off the air. On oh, this podcast, off air. Oh, <laughs> I told you that you were going to have to carry this podcast. Right. I was like, one. this makes up for the Australia ones. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, th- I think in hindsight, like, I remember when things were just initially going down. Because we were, because you and I were actually, so I have a part-time job working with the EFCA, which are Evangelical Free Church of America. So, like, our, I work in the church planting department as a very mm-hmm. part-time job. So, one of the things with that is that um, we brought a kind of a cohort of potential church planters down to Orlando. Right. Literally the first week of March. Yes. When COVID stuff was kind of like... Brewing. Yeah, it was brewing down there. And um, yeah, so... uh, But then, you know, literally 10 days later, after we got back, like the whole kind of country shut down. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It was... Um, Can I interrupt you for a second? You know, when we were leaving, you know, when we were flying out of wherever we were flying out of from Madison, they were talking about the coronavirus on the news. And you know how the news cycle can be? It's like they get so worked up about something. And then a few days later, they're really worked up about something else. I remember coming back and we were in, I think, the Chicago airport. And I remember seeing them talking about the coronavirus again and i was like they're still talking about this i thought they were gonna be talking about something else right now yeah and but no (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean i think i think in hindsight um you know i remember thinking about this in late april i think but i think in hindsight um i didn't think i was stressed out and worried in mid-march mm-hmm. and mid to late march but i think in hindsight i was right um just because i felt different in i started to feel different in like you know it's we went through april and may and things like that i was just like i think i was like i think i was stressed out and worried about it but i just didn't know how to like label that you right know? um so i think that was like helpful you know because like i mean i was the one encouraging you to buy a month's worth of groceries and things like that and you know and maybe there will come a time like when that is a good idea who knows but right. like i don't know it's just like mm-hmm. but like i don't know there was just something about it where i was just like well and i think it was if left to our own devices we wouldn't have felt the need to do that but then you see people who are like psychotically buying everything and yep. it's more of a response to like the crazies right not to like our own feeling of concern you know what right. I mean? It was like, yep. okay, and then you're like, well, if I can figure out stuff for a month, then I don't have to go back into the store, you know? Yeah, and I often do. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. It's like, you know, the the supply lines to Dubuque with, like, stores right. and restaurants and things like that. Like, you know, I'm not informed enough to actually have an opinion about that. <laughs> right. But sometimes I do wonder, like, do the supply lines just not come here very often when there's not a pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so anyway, but yeah, it's 
like I did kind of wonder about that too but yeah so I mean I think uh I think like just learning more about uh the virus and things like that you know just because like because I was just like you know being anywhere like being outside is that okay like being in any indoor space at any time is that okay and like I think just learning more about like how um it's an airborne virus but it's a it's a function uh transmissibility which i didn't know any of these words before right. like the transmissibility is just like more of a function of time and space and density of people so it's just like how long are you spending in a place like how what is the density of people there like what is the space is it like this tiny little house or is it just like this like bigger space or something you know right. it's just it's more of a dynamic function of those things as opposed to like dude like i if you're in public you're a goner yeah it's just like you you might yeah so um i don't know like some of those things have been helpful but yeah but so anyway do you have any more thoughts on like the backwardsness so looking looking back back, the backwardsness that's a good word (laughs) i'm trying to think i don't know i just like i don't think particularly i just think you know you know, trying to keep home really upbeat and positive and um, trying to find ways that we could, like, be encouraging to other people, even though we were socially distanced. I mean, I think yeah. that was fun and that was, like, a good thing to help. Yeah. Like. And, you know, and looking backwards, like, it is, you know, and you and I have talked about this a lot before. It's just in any profession whether you are a data analyst um a graphic designer an engineer whatever it's just like this stuff has affected every right corner of capitalism and jobs and <laughs> yeah. things like that but like um pastors are no exception to that yeah you know and just uh you know from a leadership standpoint just like more or less like a this isn't the best way to explain it, but just like emo- emotionally setting the tone yeah. and just like leading a group of people emotionally, um, which is part of leading spiritually and just like just leading well with that. And just like, man, being informed about a bunch of stuff that like, dude, I don't I mean, I'm a naturally curious person and right. I'm a I'm a wannabe engineer and a wannabe data analyst. I mean, there are right. some traits in me that are like uh lend itself to those professions right right. (laughs) but i mean so i don't know it's just like uh transmissibility and just like infectious rates and um all that kind of stuff it's like i mean i i mean i do get a little like weary from like everyone playing armchair epidemiology but like you know it's gonna be a new video we are not yeah the worst (laughs) video game ever bottom seller anyway Mm um but yeah just uh like just Having, you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to be a pastor of like a hundred people at River City and making just really complex decisions about like, okay, like when and how do we regather, okay, like as a, for worship services or in-person small groups or just all of those things and Mm -hmm. what does biblical community look like under what parameters and when and uh, man, um, it's just really challenging. It's just really challenging and, you know, just just talking through about like um you know with the small group leaders like a few months ago just talking to them about like we need to stop using the language of safety right like we just that safe okay theologically safety is an illusion because god is the one who has all the variables under right, control right. okay okay but you don't need to be a christian to realize that like safety is um like you when you get in a car right it's like you are assuming some level of risk Mm-hmm. by getting in your car and driving 55 miles an hour and there you know when your kid is in the back seat yeah. you know, and there are things to lower the risk like buckle your seatbelt, um don't drink vodka before you <laughs> drive you know just things like that i mean don't yeah. aggressively change lanes i mean there are things to lower the risk but like yeah. like so in terms of like thinking about small groups and um worship gatherings and just community in general um like there are ways to lower the risk but we cannot eliminate the risk just like i mean driving in a i mean driving in a car and covid i'm not those are that is a false equivalence those are not the same things but like we are used to one of those risks right. and we're not 
you know, this other risk of COVID, I mean, that's a new risk that we have. Right. You know, but like, okay, we can't eliminate the risk, but like, what can we do to lower the risk? Mm-hmm. Um, You've you been know. doing a lot of reading about things like air filters. Oh, gosh. Good night. You know, Good it's thing like, we have a friend who's yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't read that chapter in the Bible. It was like... <laughs> Oh man! So filtration systems and like levels of microns and MERV levels oh, of yeah. filtration. So like just things that we've done with the building for like filtration systems and lower the yeah. lowering the risk with that and getting HEPA, like these enormous but quiet, really quiet HEPA filters everywhere in the building so that people can hopefully like it'll be increase people's confidence when we start meeting again. Right. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like, I've kind of wondered, like, because I don't, like, right now, as I'm talking about this, like, I don't feel stressed. But I think, is is it one of those things where it's like a year from now, I'll look back on this and be like, eh, that was a little stressed there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that might happen. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, I do think that's an interesting thing that, like, people, that not everybody always understands about like ministry life is that you just kind of like take stuff as it comes, you know, and you yeah. and Brandon, all of a sudden you guys have to be like, wow, whether it's um, learning about fire code for our building, oh, learning about, you know what I mean? Just like all those things that you guys have had to like yep. learn about, you know, it's like yep. nobody. And I, I mean, it's like that in life, but I think people think, People sometimes can think like, oh, you're a pastor, so you think about the Bible. Yeah, and then you, you just pray. read the Bible and that's you all know? you do. Cool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's part of it, but yeah. there's a lot more. But yeah, it's just things, you know, along those lines that, you know, there's a lot of like behind the scenes that goes into those kinds of decisions. It's like the duck looks real chill on top and underneath it's like, ah! you know. Oh, that's a good analogy. I've never heard that one before. Are you serious? No. Oh, I didn't make it up. That's for sure. Oh. I mean, I totally made it up. We should just write it down. <laughs> but yeah, and like, I don't, I don't know if this bleeds into like looking forward. Yes, to like, let's transition. I, I know for, I know for me, um, and that, I mean, I, I think, I think these ministry and pastor people out there who are just like, write your ten-year plan, write your five-year plan. But I'm like. That's an exercise in futility. Lo- like uh, I wouldn't say lunacy, but that's fantasy maybe. Because <laughs> yeah. like there's just the variables just change. I mean like okay, big picture stuff. It's like growing in the gospel. Like we want to have a church that's growing in the gospel and making disciples and planting churches. Okay, if if that's your ten year plan, cool. Yeah. If, like if it's beyond that, I'm just like like it's. I mean, you, okay. I would argue that a lot of those people have like some control issues and whatever. Oh yeah, you don't. You don't Maybe think. anyway. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I. But like, so I've always, um, I've always taken the approach like the last fifteen years in ministry. Like, I think generally speaking, I look about eighteen months in advance. Oh yeah. I like looking beyond that, but it's just like the variables just change. Right. So like. Right. You just look 18 months in advance. That's cool. Okay. That's more than the average person, okay, mm-hmm. does and the average leader thinks. So it's like you just got to think a little bit more beyond that. Okay. Now, in coronavirus world, right. I think you can maybe look. Okay. This is highly, highly subjective. Yeah. Whatever. I think you can maybe look maybe four weeks in advance. <laughs> okay. Like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and like that, like man, uh, you know, and I, I just don't, I, I don't know. So it's like, okay, well, I'll just be cool with four weeks in advance, mm-hmm. and okay, so these next four weeks, what does this maybe look like? Okay, just helping the small group leaders, like um, Brandon and I talking about stuff. It's like, okay, like I think we can maybe project four weeks in advance. Right. Sweet. Right. Um, Gotta hold all those four weeks loosely. Oh, yeah. Let's plan for November and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Not, no. (laughs) Right. That's not going to happen. No, it's so true. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me looking forward, um, I think I somewhat recently have realized, and I think 
I think knowing, I think, wow, this is really great how I'm starting five sentences. I think initially when this all started happening, for some reason I took away being afraid of surfaces. Oh, yeah. Not because that's what everybody said. Yeah, there was a lot of emphasis on that. There was, people were saying, like, have your six feet. And what that was addressing was, like, the airborne nature of it. Yeah. And I think now it's like, yeah, be careful with what you're touching. But really what it is, is the airborne situation. And so that's actually given me a lot of comfort with that. Is that I don't feel like I just need to stay in our house with the girls and i think because it's summer knowing that um we can go to a park we can go for a hike we can i can take them to the store and we all wear our masks and i feel really safe doing that yeah and i think too like this is just becky talking but i feel like emerging research has indicated that kids are pretty safe in general and so i feel Mm -hmm. like for for our family, I feel comfortable having the girls not in our home. I think that's been really good for my brain, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like we said earlier, we're not the scheduling parents. You know, we've, we let our kids get bored on a consistent basis. Yeah, and that leads to creativity. Right, but I feel like uh, we do that maybe more than the average parent, but then like a global pandemic kind of takes it to a level where it's like, wow, if even the Marl girls are getting a little bit bored, yep. yikes, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I think that's been good, like looking forward for me, knowing that like, okay, I can take them places and that just helps everybody. And you just kind of like need new stuff in the mix and you need new people in the mix to help things just run smoother at home sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also looking forward to school starting Mm -hmm. in some form for them yep um and that's not because like uh, these kids need to get out of my house like man i I, i've gone through my box of wine i can't meet those kids to go back yeah Yeah. it's like you don't it's It's not not like that at all it's such a parent focused yeah yeah. it's a funny parent focus yeah it's a parent focus right and i feel like when august 14th rolls around whatever whatever form school takes if they're going back i'm gonna be like i don't get to see you all day like i'm gonna be a little sad you know because i think i always kind of feel like that at the at the beginning of the school year no matter what but i feel like oh you're gonna be back at school i enjoyed our time together but i know it's good for you to be there and I think it's especially going to be noticeable that it's good for them to be there, Um, whether it's full-time or partially. And if it's all online, it's just going to be so much more structured than it was in the spring. So that'll be be good for them, too. I'm also looking forward to sports Mm -hmm. coming back. I've never been this pumped for baseball season since I was in the Brewer Pepsi fan club. I wish they would have just canceled the whole season. Stop! (laughs) You are so sassy. When the NBA is coming back, like, yeah. I kind of want to set a timer or something because I'm so excited because the NBA is so much drama that I just... Yeah, it's my reality TV show. Yes. It's great. So I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to, like, down the road whenever it is that it's safe, like, to have people in our house again, not just in our yard, you know? So... Those are things that mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to. I have, like, all of this pent-up, like, entertaining energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, buckle up! <laughs> Can we talk about the kid thing for a second? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the... Um, so there's this email thread that some of my friends who are pastors in Dubuque, like, we're on this email thread. Yeah. And so we just talk about coronavirus stuff. <laughs> so, ooh. ooh, fun. Let, <laughs> that you're jealous. A little blind copy for me, I'm <laughs> How about a very blind copy? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I sent this vi- link to this video um, from Children's Mercy from Kansas City. The hospital in Kansas City. So it was, a, it was the director of infectious diseases, and so you found that video on this uh, private progressive uh, mommy Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, that you've been a part of for years. Anyway, it's an I'm inter- a lurker. It's an interesting group. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, 
anyway, so I I sent so I I sent it to Liz and just to see what she thought because I was like I'm not gonna send this to the other pastors unless Liz thinks it's good. Right, <laughs> but, it's like anyway, reputable. <laughs> yeah, it, she put her stamp of approval on it, and it was it was really good. So like the director of infectious diseases, I mean, not to bore everyone to death and right. with this, but like I mean, they were saying you know she was saying that. Um, you know, just it, it really confirmed a lot of the anecdotal stuff that we've seen. It's just like that severity in kids is just so low compared right. to... And she put the demarcation at like 20 years in yeah. age and younger and 20 years of age and older. Right. And so it's like uh, kids are just... The severity of COVID is just mm-hmm. a lot lower. And um, kid-to-kid transmission is just really low. Right. Kid to adult transmission is really low, which really flies against what we tend to know, uh, think about with infectious diseases. Kids are like, like little germs. Yeah, machines. they're licking everything and just yeah, like they're coughing slob- in your face. Yeah, they're a bunch of slobber buckets who just like man, they just transmit mm-hmm. everything and like. But that's just not the case with COVID. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it's just like the risk is just really low because like she was addressing like schools should be open. Like you can go in pools like it's just like hanging out outside of the pools right, <laughs> like that that's more of the stuff, thing yeah um but uh oh man what else was she talking about yeah she was talking about like how there was some kid in okay. the alps some rich kid it sounds like some rich kid in the alps <laughs> it's like so he went to three it was some kid who went to three ski schools i'm Hence, just like rich kid yeah <laughs> and i was like whoa you three ski schools huh Seriously? and then he had two siblings and so this kid had covid he had influenza and he had the rhinovirus which is the common cold okay right. so and she didn't give specific numbers in this but she was just like just talking about the case study in general she said like um he transmitted uh, the common cold and influenza to both his siblings to a lot of uh, transmitted to a, those things to a lot of the ski schools that he's part of with other kids um, but there wasn't one instance of COVID transmission right and, uh, and I was just like wow that dude had like all the trifecta like huh zero. <laughs> I know What's yeah happening? man so, like you're either um, really lucky or really yeah, and, and grand that is only one case study, but it's just like that combined with a lot of other uh, case studies and mathematical modeling that we've they've seen. It's just like man, the kids should go back to school and um, and it's good for their mental and social yeah, health and development. Yeah. You know, and um, you know because like the pastors in Dubuque who have started my friends who have started services and like they've seen it from like friends in other cities as well. It's like what the number one demographic that they've seen of people that are missing from their services are young families with kids. Yeah. And there and there's a lot of reasons for that. Okay. Right. There's but also the I would argue yeah. that they overlap. Those yeah, lot yeah. of those reasons overlap. But um yeah. And so I mean I th- I think just like just talking about those sorts of things and in terms of like lowering risk and just things like that that we can do. Um yeah. yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, in response to, like, your friends' experiences, I remember when our girls were really little, and they would be in church with us for whatever reason, and any time they would make a noise, I felt like, how can the pastor even concentrate up there because my kid's being so loud, you know? Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, the young families in your friends' churches, they might stay home because their kids aren't going to be able to sit quietly or they won't be able to... Yeah. Have good church behavior or whatever. And it's like, people just understand how kids are. You know, yeah. I remember seeing one kid sitting down the row from us when we lived in Platteville, and she just sat there and, like, looked at this Barbie, and she was Leah's age, and I was like, I do not have a kid who just is going to sit and look at a toy for 20 minutes, <laughs> you know? That is just not how Marvel Girls are. No. A lot of chatting, a lot of questions, a lot of other things to talk about, Um and I, you know, I think just as, like I said, as a parent, you feel like everyone hears every noise your kid makes and not only do they hear it, but they're irritated by it. And they're judging you. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, that's just not the case. And yeah, you know, seriously. that's, I would hate to see like people be missing out on community because they think like, well, what if my kid talks or what if my kid cries or what? And it's like, this is, this is just what life is right now. Yeah. And we and all get a chance to be flexible. Yeah, Everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. And one of the hallmarks of spiritual maturity. Flexibility. flexibility. First Aaron, two, three, <laughs> JK, JK. 
That's a Matt Chandler comment. <laughs> I just described to you. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know, because we aren't the kind of church that's like turn to your neighbor and say blank. Oh gosh, I hate that. Anyway, yeah, there's a reason why. I mean, there's the just church that that's a that. preference. I get it. It's right. only a preference. Whatever. So, I I've thought about like you know the first time when we regather saying like all right turn to your neighbor and say i don't care if your kid is loud yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then turn to your neighbor and say thanks yeah (laughs) you know nice to shout across the social distancing i don't care if your kid's loud (laughs) i don't care if your kid's loud either yeah (laughs) so anyway speaking of kids yeah so uh since this is the last episode of the lobby Mm -hmm. uh our girls really love the lobby. They do. I don't know if your kids love the lobby and you listeners out there, but our kids do. Oh, hey, so, can I make one comment what? before we get them? What? I just want to say thanks to the listeners for not sending angry emails. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when you listen to podcasts, people are always like, oh, man, I got you some emails or people were in my DMs getting so mad about blah, blah, blah. We Nobody got mad at us that I know of. Yeah, and... It's, you know, anecdotally, uh, it seems like a lot of people listened. Yeah, so, and here and there. So thanks for nobody, not getting mad at Everybody us. was really encouraging and not angry about stuff. And so. if they were angry, how mature to just be like, I'm not going to listen. That's mature. <laughs> That's mature. Those people aren't listening right now either. True, but maybe they'll just sense my approval of their maturity. <laughs> anyway. So. Anyway, so I'm going to press pause right now okay. on the recording. And we're going to bring the girls in, and then we're going to talk to them for a little bit, and then we're going to bounce. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Pause. Just a sec. All right. We're back with... Oh, hey. I forgot to mention this before when we were off air. So, like, when you talk, you need just need to talk not quiet. No whispering. No. Oh, and you know what? I, I think girls... I don't think you have a problem with volume. Okay? <laughs> so, that is... We have a lot of problems in this family, but volume is not one of them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're, la- you're laughing, but you don't... You can't tell that... The listeners can't hear that you're laughing. So, Hey, it's the Morrow Girls! What? Girls! Morrow Girls have been in the house for a long time for quarantine. <laughs> All right. All right. So, hey, this is... The last episode of The Lobby. So, hey, uh, so anybody have thoughts about any of that? It's sad. Maggie, why do you sad? Tell me about your feelings. Well, on our Sunday drives, we listen to The Lobby now. We're just going to have to listen to music. Oh, man. They love to hear us talk. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because we go on Sunday drives. We listen to The Lobby sometimes. And, yeah, so it's very interesting. So, yeah. You don't, need, you don't need to raise your hand. You can just talk. Gracie's over here raising her hand. Like, Gracie, school has not started yet. Okay, you don't need to raise your hand. Okay, so I think it's really sad because um, the lobby is just really fun. Like, you guys just, like, laugh, like, really loud and fun. <laughs> yeah. So when I was in college, like, uh, my friend Tim and I, we both had these explosive laughs, and we were like, ha, 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 ha. And, like, people were like, ah, you guys are weird. So, anyway, may, you know, I've always wondered, it, like, do any of you three have explosive laughs? You said I do. Oh, yeah. I do. You, do. you think you do? Leah, what do you think? Do you? Leah's like, I Leah's don't like, I don't You're laugh. afraid to talk on the podcast. Leah, Leah, say, nobody can see you shake your head no. No, I, well, <laughs> I know that. It's a little obvious. <laughs> Me indicating to you, I don't really want to talk. Leah, <laughs> yeah, when the microphone isn't on, believe it or not, you usually don't stop talking. So this is like a quite a change. <laughs> okay. All right. So wow. what? Okay. So what has been your favorite episode of the lobby? Uh, I like the yeah. one with the schoolies and and um. Schoolies. In Australia. Yes. Yeah, so what was the in schoolies Venezuela. about? In Venezuela. I don't know. I was just laughing up when I was listening to a podcast. Oh yeah. I We've listened to that one a few times. Yeah. Yeah, so Leah and I were playing basketball one day, and we listened. We were playing basketball for like an hour and a half while listening to the lobby on our Bluetooth speaker, so like all our neighbors got to listen to the <laughs> lobby as well. I wonder if the well. neighbors were like, is he taught? 
It's like, oh, is that there. pastor talking about like the schoolies again? <laughs> like at least people aren't parked in front of their house right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the Australian episode was pretty good. So yeah, that was fun. So you don't need to raise your hand, Grace. Uh, okay. All right. I don't like to interrupt. Okay. So, so. Did you say you don't like to interrupt? Because when you're talking. Oh, how, we how, are bringing our manners. Hey, okay. thank you for bringing. We bring the manners yeah. and the noise to the lobby. All right, sorry. I like when you went to Texas, like that. Oh, thing. Venezuela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Texas, Venezuela. Nice. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that one best because it was like, <laughs> like it was like a bunch of funny stuff. Like when you and when you went, because mm-hmm. because it was like a like a person like that like didn't speak English. <laughs> oh yeah, Joseph. Yeah, he had a hard time speaking English. So. <laughs> Yeah. And you didn't speak German. It's rough. S- Swiss German. Oh, man. Okay. If only it was regular Swiss German, you would have been German. so prepared. Oh, man. Oh, Swiss geez. cheese. My favorite. So, Maggie, um, what's your favorite episode of The Lobby? I like... Um, I think I like the Venezuela and Australia one. But I also really like the one where you do Star Wars... Yeah, that food holiday. Oh, this and that. Yeah, I like When that. we did, when yeah. you asked me, like, about Star Wars, what Star Wars characters would I rather hang out with? And then I asked you, like, which Mexican food items you liked better in certain <laughs> categories. Oh, yeah, that's right. Leah, what'd you think about that one? Thought it was pretty good. Man, the, the Ewoks, like, going grocery shopping with mom. Oh, man. We call them teddy bears. Oh, man. You girl, you know, when you girls go shopping with mom, you're like her little Ewoks. They're like my little ducks. They more helpful than Ewoks I'm and Ducks. Yeah. Wait, you're like what? The caboose at the back. The caboose. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. it's the caboose. Yeah, the pretty bad cool. or good old days. All right. Hey, so how are you feeling about going back to school? So we got this email from, when I say we, I mean like mom and dad. <laughs> Not all y'all. Okay, so we got an email saying school is going to start August 14th. Well, they don't know what kind of form it's going to be. So, but how are you guys feeling about Crazy, you can just talk. Okay. okay you are so. Sick. You are in school mode. Like I will only talk when. Hey, when when we're not on the lobby, maybe you can raise your hand. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so I'm like really, 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 really pumped to go back to school. But the bad part is we're maybe gonna wear masks and. Oh really? yeah. Yeah, that, I didn't know about that. That seems like the district is going to start out with I, masks. Yeah, but that's like the bad part. But I'm really, really, really excited to see like my friends and go to school because I like school. You know, like seven months in school, kind of gets old. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. When you guys next school year, if it just goes as planned. It was like, this past year was cut short, obviously, because of COVID. And then the school year before that, it was when you practically had a month off due to weather. If you have a school year... The entire January was pretty much off. So if you guys have a school year that's just basically normal, it's going to be like, this is so long. What are (laughs) we still doing in school? And it really would just be regular. Yeah. 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 I was just thinking that it got planned so well. So I was about to take these really grueling tests at school. Yeah. So I was just, I was just so happy. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I had to really take, like, probably total all the tests would probably take me about two, ten hours ish to complete. Yeah. It was like all the standardized testing. Like all of it, and it was I didn't get to do them. So. Right. Cool. Okay. Here are my thoughts. I do not want my first year of middle school to be online or with masks. The end. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what? But, like, there's one thing that us Maros do well, and we do fashion. I was just good. about to so say that. We can do Accessories. Fa- we can do we fashion do masks. Yeah. La da da di la da. Ooh, da maybe da. I like my new one from Old Navy. <laughs> maybe, maybe glue some sparkles onto mine. That's Ooh, sure. We can bedazzle your mask. And That'd be great. I was yeah, thinking that. Cool. I was like, you know, because, you know, we have, like, our masks that we wear, and we got some cute ones from Old Navy. And I remember, like, we were saying, I was like, Leah, your mask matches your outfit, actually. And sometimes yeah. that happens. So maybe it'll just be a new accessory. Yeah, yeah the new ma- the mask that I wear matches a lot of stuff I wear, like, coincidentally. But yeah. it's, hey, it's we'll a nice take it, right? Mask, though. Yeah. 
Yes, Gracie. So, <laughs> so then, um, this is what one of my other thoughts. So, and you know, like having a mask on like the whole day, it kind of like gets you like sweaty, kind of yeah. and stuff. I wonder if they'd let you take it off at recess. Yeah, they probably would. What will happen to middle schoolers then? High schoolers. Um, They're going to like spread out lunch places and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting. And I think I have to eat lunch by myself. Oh man, no, band! Just, I don't do that. You have to wear. Yeah. You have to do band with your mask on. That's what you have to do. She doesn't. Orchestra is gonna do awesome because you don't have to blow yeah. into anything. Oh my gosh! Oh man! Yeah, yeah you don't need to blow. Maggie's doing an air violin right now, just for all the listeners out <laughs> do there. Do you know that there is actually a thing called an electric violin? I believe it. You can yeah. electric anything. Yeah. Right? That's like, uh, you know that Christmas song that's like, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. I think there's mm-hmm. an electric violin in that. Huh. Hot take. Wow. That's so, awesome. Pretty good. Not- hey, well, so, so you're kind of looking, you're really looking forward to school, but there's some things that are kind of like, eh. Okay, I, okay. I want regular school, yeah. just not all the quarantine stuff. I mean, I'm over with quarantine. I want school, regular school, basic learning. Yeah. Math. I miss math. This is how desperate I'm getting. <laughs> oh, guys. Man, Maggie, I don't. you're good at math, so just, you can, you, you'll be fine. <laughs> I miss it. So, hey, I can get you some math. There's a, there's a math-sized hole in my heart, too, sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. There's not. Yeah, right, there's no hole for me. <laughs> <laughs> math. Leah, Leah and math have a complicated relationship. Wearing <laughs> the math. Such a quick simple. Wearing the math. I like it. <laughs> We always have a simple relationship. <laughs> I don't Wearing like it. Wearing a mask during math time, it's kind of good because they won't see my sad face on my face. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. I'm more You of could a... be sticking out your tongue at the teacher and they would never notice it. Oh, burn. Oh. oh. Wait, no, Mario, Mario girls do not Mario do girls that. do have integrity with their masks. They do not stick out their tongue at people. That's also, that would kind of be hurting you, too, because your mask... Your mask could be all wet. That's then you'd kind be like, of true. Bleh, bleh. Just kidding. Yeah, that would Just be kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Hmm. Cool. Anything else that you're looking forward to between now and school starting? They have a killer reading chart to fill out. Oh, I man. love yeah. So okay, so um, so I love this reading chart. So um, Wait, love who the- made this reading chart? Mom. Oh, mom. So, drop, so, drop the mic. So Literally. I get to read twenty minutes every day, and Leah and Maggie get to read thirty minutes every day. So then, um, the pride we have to finish it by July twenty first. Well, you get. You get all month to fill yeah. out twenty five reading boxes. Yeah, and then uh, and then um, and then we get to um, like we get like prizes minus like uh, um, if we if we um, like you know like if you finish it by August like finish 1st. it by August first you get like uh, like teach how you how to draw these things. Yep, that's and, yours. And um, mm-hmm. the extra prize is. Ba-ba-bum! A concrete mixer, mixer at Culver's. And so that's if you finish early. So yeah. if you finish by July 25th, you get a concrete so, yeah. mixer or a lemon ice smoothie. So I'm slash getting, cooler. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting, um, you know... Um, How to draw for kids. Mm-hmm. Book. Yeah, and stuff. And then they're like getting like a book that they really want. I'm getting the stuff. last book in a series that I like. And I'm still Wait, thinking what? of one for Leah. Wait, what book is that? Um, it's my Sophie series. My Sophie. Okay. No, it's not. It's plain Sophie. Yeah. Oh, Sophie. I think it's my Sophie. Sophie series. Man, mm-hmm. so if I finish my reading chart in time, you like, have a reading chart. Can you get me a Chipotle burrito, please? Please. <laughs> yeah. It has to be a reading related. Oh. Yeah. I can. It does have to be reading. I can uh, read. Um, Oh, we can get you a study Bible. You can read the Chipotle Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you can read the Chipotle menu. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's good for another change so, of yeah. pace. Maybe you can Dad, get, like, one. Dad, you can read the Chipotle menu. Oh, I love yeah. the Chipotle menu. These prizes, like, are way better than, like, the library's prizes because... No offense, yeah, sorry. and... and Sorry. Didn't they, didn't they give you a koosh ball last year or something like that? The best or? prize I've ever gotten it from wasn't the library was a fidget spinner. 
Ooh. It wasn't really great yeah. prizes. So I, I got a punching balloon. That was I fun. Got I, a punching balloon? The kind that yeah. goes, blood pickles, boop, 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 We got it like, on our cousin's birthday band. party. Oh. Remember? Well, you're welcome. Thank you for reading. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It had a map on it. <laughs> oh, wait, a map of what? The world. world. And then I left it in my closet for a while. And then it's deflated, right? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we've been, we've, when we, since we knew the, like, the prizes, we've been, you know, um. Reading up a Reading, story. like, like, five boxes a day, since we know, like, they're actually good prizes. I have now. seven boxes, and we've only been doing it for two days. Yeah. You guys are doing awesome. I have, awesome. like, seven boxes. Oh, man. I gotta, I, catch, I gotta catch up. I have eight, and yeah. I just completed another one, but I didn't catch uh, it yet. Yeah. I got 36. Gotta give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Yeah. That's a Motown song. I think you'd like that, Max. Yeah. No, okay. I'm right. done with Motown. So, hey, um, so, uh, I was wondering if we could close this last lobby episode with a song. A three-part oh, harmony? No. When right. I see you again! <laughs> Are we going to do a That's the tearjerker song okay. at Carver. So it every, is. Every, it's every, the most every year at the end of Carver, they have this slideshow of all the kids, and it's like... Yeah, like... And it's like, like we're all going to miss you. Like and it's like, we're all going to miss it. And it's, it's like... All the fifth graders yeah. always cry. You, my friends! And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. I'm going to call this a talent explosion. This isn't as good as the Family Ties theme song, but it was something. It was something. We should ask you guys to do that when we go to the office. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the how I was talking yeah. about the Family Ties theme song? My brother and I would sing like harmony to it. When D and you were like, <laughs> would D do what? that? Well, she was younger, so I don't know that she knew it as much. But huh. you know, yeah. And then I just made fun of your forage experience. It's fine. Yeah, you know, I just feel a little wounded. Whatever. No, I'm just kidding. I don't at all. All right. <laughs> hey, well, thanks so much for being part of the lobby. Because like, even though you guys, you three, weren't on the lobby very often, you were only on one other time. It's like you were still a really important part because like you gave us a lot of content to talk about. <laughs> uh, you were just really supportive of us. Uh, you were our biggest fans. You were our biggest oh, fans. Oh, oh okay. we got fan mail for the oh, Morrow Girl Minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 you guys will get some oh, fan yeah. mail. You know, we have never gotten any fan mail, but you girls. At least we didn't get angry mail. emails. That's well, all I'm saying. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We really are. <laughs> all right. We're all right. All right. Yeah. All right, thanks everybody for listening to the lobby. Yeah. See you later. Bye! Bye.